0: Today, as we continue our Easter series on the topic, Five Practices of Fruitful Congregations, we're considering the practice of intentional faith development. Robert Schneese, author of the book, Five Practices, writes, Intentional faith development refers to all the ministries that help us grow in faith outside of weekly worship, such as Bible studies, Sunday school classes, support groups, and prayer teams. Congregations who practice intentional faith development offer opportunities for people to learn in community for people at all stages of faith. They offer ministries that help people grow in grace and in the knowledge and love of God. Intentional refers to deliberate effort, purposeful action, and high priority. And what is at the heart of faith development for Christians? What is it about our faith that needs development? This passage we read this morning from the first letter of John might point in the direction of an answer to that question. John writes, And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his Son Jesus Christ and love one another just as he has commanded us to do. Jesus commanded his disciples to love. But what kind of love is it that has to be commanded? What kind of love requires so much of the lover? What kind of love must be so bound to obedience? The kind that has to be developed. The kind we too easily forget. The kind we need each other's help to remember. It seems to me that learning about love divine so that it can be practiced more and more fully is at the heart of intentional faith development. Love divine is more than a feeling. John writes, How does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses to help? Surely the love of which we read in today's lessons is not the kind of love celebrated in romantic songs, novels, and movies. That kind of love is commended, but not commanded. No, love divine is a tougher, less attractive strain, more in the category of compassion, justice, and inclusion. The covenant love we read about in the Holy Scriptures is stronger and more dependable than human emotion. Both the Hebrew and Greek words that are used to speak of it mean a decision to do justice toward others and the commitment to seek the well-being of others. If God's love for us were based on God's feelings, we would give God plenty of good excuses to abandon us. But God's love for us is grounded in a decision made in the heart of God before the dawn of time to ensure justice for each and every one of his creatures and to seek our well-being. God's love for us is more than a feeling. It is a decision. The love of the Christian, likewise, must be more than a feeling. And then, love divine is more than words. John writes, Let us love not in word or speech, but in truth and action. Ashley Montague, a respected anthropologist and social philosopher of the last century, and author of The Practice of Love, wrote this. Love is the answer to the problem of being human. However, today, in the midst of our superabundance of love talk, there is a superabsence of love action. What the world needs now is not more songs or poems or sermons about love, but love indeed. Love gives itself away for another because of the need of the other. We don't need more members for the nature of love debating society, but instead we need people who, through love, get things done that only love can accomplish. And then love divine is more than our own doing. John writes, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love one another. The greatest victory of the resurrection is that this new life is always breaking forth out of death, and that means the community of Christ is constantly being created and recreated by the reality that already exists in the risen Christ. The Christian community is valid and worthwhile not because of any decisions we make in our deliberative bodies, but because of the decision of God in Christ who has chosen and loved us already and commanded us to go and choose and love others in the same way. We're to love not with whatever love we can womp up from within ourselves, but with God's love. Faith development is about becoming increasingly open to God's love so that we can share it with others in word and action, just as our Cuba mission team has described for us this morning. When we are able to dismiss the notion of love as purely an emotion, and begin to see that love has to do with the human will in response to God's having chosen and loved us even before we thought of God, then we begin to realize the true validity of the Christian community. It is the kind of love described by H. H. Farmer when he writes. The Christian doctrine of love is not a glib and easy doctrine. There is, at the heart and center of it, the cross. The cross is the ultimate payment in the high cost of loving. This is the unlimited love Jesus has for us, and we are commanded to show that kind of love for one another. If we do not, we will not be recognized by others as his disciples. If we do... It will be the one sure sign of the truth of our claim of discipleship. So the next time someone tells you about an opportunity for intentional faith development, an adult Sunday school class, education for ministry, an opportunity for children's or youth Christian formation, a mission trip, a midweek Bible study, a holy conversation, think of it as an opportunity to behold the face of the one who died and rose again for you. Instead of letting the inconvenience of showing up interfere with your participation, consider the importance of an opportunity to let the power of his love transform us and unite us with one another so that it will be clear to everyone that, in truth, we are his disciples. Amen.